0: Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 141. Scary scene of Monday Night Football. Obviously, from everyone at the Look Who's Talking team, our thoughts and prayers are with Damar Hamlin and his family and everyone at the Bills organization. $5.5 million raised for his toy drive. That's some awesome stuff right there. Playoffs are one week away. We're going to get you geared up for all the playoff scenarios and how to bet them. And we Mike and some of our favorite Look Who's Talkers will be in Vegas watching it all shake down. Here we go. From the top of- yeah! Oh, now the are Stocking episode 141, your favorite NFL gambling show from Canadian coast to coast. We got Weird Mike and Centennial Studios, Huck at Huck Media headquarters in Toronto, Ontario. And good morning, Vietnam. we over here on the West Coast with your boy Jeff with a G. Uh, I went 5-0 on U picks last week. Weird Mike went 2-0. My bonus pick, Alabama, also hit uh but that's not the story so far as far as uh, everything going on in the nfl right now it's all about damar hamlin and his family and his recovery and a very scary scene on monday night football obviously you've heard you know all the takes and all the thoughts and prayers and everything like that we don't have too much more to add uh we've been watching football a long time and you know obviously just a kind of just a scary scene that right away was immediately serious joe buck's tone i thought did a good job of letting you know hey this is no joke this is this isn't move on with football real quick. There's something really happening here. And then we got word of the CPR. Um, I'm a lifeguard. I knew that was serious right away. So uh, anyway, he's got, he had a toy drive. Uh, You've probably seen this This is on New York times and CNN right now Uh, that the original goal for his toy drive in his local Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh native area. His goal was $2,500 for extra toys for kids from his neighborhood And because led by Bills Mafia, but then joined by NFL players and organizations all over the league, here we are three days later, and it's over $5.5 million. Uh, Bills Mafia rocks, and that's some awesome stuff about uh, NFL fans. Uh, Yeah, so the game's, at least right now, postponed indefinitely. It may not be played. They may use that extra week that's supposed to be for the Pro Bowl to kind of move the playoffs back a week. There's a lot of scenarios shaken down. By the time you listen to this, they might have actually figured it out. But as of right now, there's no set timetable for a repeat of the Bills-Bengals game. All bets refunded except for first touchdown. And uh yeah, so whether you're playing our pick six, our team LTD bet openly pick six, or you got your own pick six going that's worth a lot more shekels. Good luck. And I hope you made a good backup pick because those came into effect. Wherever you're listening all over the world, Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and Bonagam. That's from our hottest handicapper that we've ever had on this show, throwing down bigger bets than we've ever seen on this show as Weird Mike moves into a new transition of his life where he's getting away from spreads and throwing down rage smashes on some money lines and shit when hitting about 8% of them. So good on you when you do good. Around the three-quarter mark of the NFL season, you know what you do? You book a trip to Vegas with some of your buddies who are also doing some pretty damn good shit with their handicapping. Shout out to our Look Who's Talkers, Big Dog Mattis Backer, and uh, Christian Hernandez. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys have fun in Vegas.
1: You guys fired up or what? As the world turns, Jeff, as the world turns, uh, Week 18, super excited for Vegas, tempering. As the new Weird Mike travels the globe, tempered. I used to be rah-rah. I'm rah-rah when I'm there now. Sometimes I over rah rah And when you land, you got no rah-rah left. Or, or you got less, right? You always find some, but you got less. So as this clock strikes 40 for us 83s, happy birthday, VD VZ. Excuse me. Yeah, happy birthday, Vizca. Yeah big four bagel um we got vegas baby t-minus now we're starting to officially roll into excitement there was a moment real talk pray for damar okay but there was a moment where week 18 was in question and our entire basis of our trip was to sit in the sports book we thought week 18 was going to be pushed back to that vacant week that you alluded to mm-hmm. where everything would just be pushed back and there would be no bye week before the Super Bowl
0: and every one game played next week
1: and god forbid this it looks like demar might pull through but it looked a lot bleak 36 hours ago and just horror struck this place and the amount of money and time these guys have spent to climb this ladder and stay high for this ultimate prize and Week 18's going on. A lot of backups. <laughs> Heard that in the intro. We got fourth stringers. We're, we're, we're down to fourth stringers fighting for playoff spots. The Jets just called out Mike Glennon. They, this guy's bagging groceries 15 days ago. A metaphorical grocery bag, of course, folks. But <laughs> they win. Pat's nine point dot. Josh Dobbs, Titans third stringer where's the egg on the face of the titans okay these guys drafted malik willis this malik willis that i gotta give nods to fabio and the cemetery crew these guys were anti willis this whole time they love the titans bro they love some d when they're burying people out there in Streetsville. but (laughs) that's just funny how, how could they not give the kid the ball how could they not give the kid the ball like what's up if he loses the game, then you move on. Now, he's done. See ya. Like, you don't rebound like this.
0: I just don't know what they're fighting for. Like, give him the ball. Let him get some experience in the games here. Because they're going to get to the playoffs and then play the Chiefs or the Bills or somebody else and just get, like, shit on.
1: No. Like, do they
0: really stand a chance at making a playoff run? I don't think so.
1: But you, you're looking at it all wrong, Huckster, man. You're talking about an owner who wants to make... Fourteen million dollars on a home game and see what this kid has. I think it's a see a game. If he wins it, you keep him. If he loses it, there's the door, kid. Like what's up? Josh Dobbs. He's not part of anybody's future. And now he doesn't really care. like Saturday night in Vegas, Saturday night around the world, everybody's gonna be watching Josh Dobbs also bagging metaphorical groceries fifteen days ago. Come
0: on. Hey, million? hey, look, I just let's give Mike Rabel a little more credit, right? He's got both these guys in practice. We saw you saw Josh Dobbs last game. I saw Malik Willis's last game. Let me tell you, if we're just talking a one game playoff versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think Rabel's going to have his guys ready. And I'm a big Jaguars fan. Let me tell you, but I'm riding Forza Tatane one more time this year because Rabel rested a bunch of his guys against Dallas. The whole team got the extra bye week because, as we knew, as you pointed out two weeks ago, Mike, it all comes down to this game. And Mike Vrabel is pretty good at these type of trenches, one-game playoff games. Sure, as you said, Huck, it doesn't look good for their playoff run. But Vrabel likes to make the playoffs. He likes to win this division. It's good for his record. Good for just Titans organization. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. It's, it's. This is a Derrick Henry. Titans defense game, right? Like the Q, the Q. Who's a QB doesn't matter. It Could be Tannehill. He wouldn't make a difference. Like, right? It's a Derrick Henry game. So just, I think Josh Dobbs has less of a chance of fucking it all up. Whereas Malik Willis, who's thrown about eighteen passes in his career, not again. Not saying Josh Dobbs Uh, thrown too many more. How many (laughs) passes does Dobbs
1: have? I don't know, but he's been in the
0: league longer. Call it more practices.
1: All right, but uh, Dobbs was hanging around the USFL. Like the guy's trying to. He's different than Mike Glennon. Okay, I'll get it. Josh Dobbs is different than Mike Glennon.
0: I'm putting my money on Josh Dobbs and, Her- wow. and Derek Henry to keep this game close. I am. Jaguars ain't ready to be a seven point favorite in a playoff game yet, and this is a playoff game. Is that what they're they're seven point favorite? It's right six, now? it's, it's six. Is it six? Yeah. It's I think it's an even six. Either way, it's too much. Yeah, I I still like the Titans not fighting for their life. Right. A, been, they a, have been known to surprise in the past.
1: So, yo, before I give my weird pick uh, in about 25 minutes or so, give or take, uh, I got a Vegas Weird Mike Shark Tank teaser. Before my weird pick, I'll be dishing out a Vegas promo for every – you listen to this episode exclusively, this episode, 141. Thanks for listening, sharing, following. Look who's talking, Weird Mike, Hawk Media. Steal Your Phone season is just about over. We go to the epiphany on this show, folks. We love us some orthodox Christmas. Huckster out there on Queen Street East, get ready for that light up in a couple of days, kiddo. Okay? Um, Thank you. And Vegas, Shark Tank, win some cash, a.k.a. trim all the bullshit, you win cash. Listening to this show, coming up shortly.
0: All right. Uh, We got one week left of the Look Who's Talking Pick 6. Thanks for playing, everyone. This started off about four years ago. We called Team LTD and said, hey, can you provide a little prizing for our little uh, point spread handicapping contest? And uh, we probably had about 20 people that played all year long. And we gave out, I think it was 450 bucks of prizing. Well, last year we gave out about 600 bucks of prizing with Team LTD. So shout out to Scotty and and Jamie and everyone at Team LTD for providing the prizing. Thank you very much. So this year, we're we're up to like 56 people playing every week, uh, which is awesome. Uh, There's a lot of places to play, so we appreciate you guys playing with Look Who's Talking. Currently sitting at number one, we got Christian Hernandez. Woo! All right. From Mount Carmel, a.k.a. Hot Boxing with your boy Hugh. And Weird Mike cracked park. <laughs> uh, we got someone named CQ19 who's just snuck up into second place after a solid last few weeks. Someone named Sheriff Bobby in third place, and then a couple familiar names in fourth and fifth chasing the podium. Maybach, aka the big dog, aka riding shotgun with Weird Mike, uh, collecting a couple extra dollars for that seat on his way to Vegas. And we got Andrew Bedford. Uh, for Mount Carmel Hockey, Reds 24 sitting in fifth place. And then a couple other places we got Blues 27, Dom DeBomb, Tom Clark, Visca. Happy birthday, sitting in ninth. And Circle the Wagons in 10th. And then Huck Media in 11th place. Huck's officially our Not best that. handicapper this year between Woo. the three of us, Mike.
1: How about that? Uh, yo Betty what happens when you take the Titans the the let me know what's going on with those uh duty-free dart scene okay duty-free dart scene Betty and Baden holler back go ahead Hugh. <laughs>
0: anyway thanks for playing everybody um and yeah fire it up to see who wins this whole thing and uh and we' got some bet openly money as well for the top three finishers so cash more cash money uh by next year this will be more cash money but we might have right. uh you might have to pay to play uh, can't yeah, just do five free contests. It's driving me a little crazy. All right. Um Yeah, fired up. We got a couple of playoff contests coming up. Uh obviously we'll talk about the more before the playoffs start, but we're going to do our Look Who's Talking playoff picks just like last year with Storyteller Logger where you're going to basically just have to pick the totals and spreads for each game and then as we move closer to the Super Bowl, there's more weight added Uh, And more to more points for your correct picks. Uh, I believe Brent Sescon, our boy B ses came second place last year, just based on a little tiebreaker. Anyway, so that's going to be fun. And then we're also doing our pick your pick your squad. Basically when the playoffs start, you're going to pick five players. Most touchdowns wins. That's it
1: More super for you to adjudicate Jeff. Is that what I understood?
0: Well, one of them is going to be run my office football pools and then, I, and then I'll just be running the touchdown one, which is kind of easy. You just count touchdowns.
1: Is that another one? That sounds like seven now.
0: Well, we got some great listeners and we got some great partners. So let's give some shit away. Also, that sounds like a fun game that I just want
1: to play. Um, What are you most excited for week 18, Jeff? We talked about backup QBs. What about old qbs tell me i uh you start brady you sit brady start brady sit brady
0: you sit brady even if he doesn't want to sit you sit brady because if brady goes down he's 45 years old for the love of god okay he could twist an ankle and the bucks are nothing without him so you you
1: said and you know who hates him atlanta hates him arthur blank hates him
0: right weird juju you don't. Weird. You don't want Grady Jarrett busting around Tristan Wilkes' replacement, uh, just with nothing to lose.
1: I think he lost one of his Super Bowls in the in the new Super Bowl as well. That stadium. Yeah. Um. Okay, Rodgers. You, you're gonna save that for the Hugh picks. Yeah. I,
0: okay. I, okay. I know we've both been riding the Packers for a couple of weeks. There's Look, this is an interesting playoff scenario. the they, NBC has listed this as a playoff game. But it, it, there's a very, very realistic scenario where this becomes a Packers playoff game and then the Lions just playing spoiler. If the Seahawks beat the Rams, currently a six and a half point favorite five hours earlier in Seattle, then basically the Lions are playing for the Seahawks playoff chances and the Packers are playing for their own. So it's not quite the playoff game NBC NBC's somewhat promoting
1: Jeffrey, for Sunday
0: night football. Jeffrey. So again, it's tough. It makes it tough to pick. If the Seahawks lose, I'm loving the Lions at plus four and a half. Personally. If the Lions, I mean, so if the Seahawks win, I don't know. I still kind of like the Lions. Jared Goss is playing good football. They can <clears> score <throat> points, and four and a half points is just too much. They already beat them this
1: year. The, the, uh, the, Se- the Seahawks loss is probable
0: you, you, possible. Mean, you
1: possible. mean, it's possible, possible but possible. I don't know. So, uh, Jets was a lay down Seahawks steamrolled, okay. which we predicted, which we predicted, which I got down on, which I share, which blah, 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 Pacific Northwest, I think was the headline. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Baker last game that that's not going to be, we all know he wasn't going to run the table of our emotional love. Right. Right. There was going to be an egg there. It was the crosstown rival, LA getting healthy, getting sharp. That was gonna happen to most QBs, let's not hang that on Baker. Uh, That Seattle lastest problem. But the issue with you is that the Lions, and I think the Lions are far more dangerous if and when Seattle do hold serve and they are eliminated. And it is now, as I've been preaching, Aaron Rodgers, AKA Ric Flair, everybody getting their shot out the door. Wouldn't it be grand where this random intercontinental title match on Sunday night and the young kid wins it, He's going to lose it next night on Monday, but Sunday night is his and Aaron goes home with his tail between his legs. If as a Packers better last week, maybe this week, I'm really, really hoping that Detroit does have to play for the division. And they do lay the egg. And Aaron is driven carnal where it's a gun to his head, man. And then I will be comfortable placing larger amounts of money. Hey,
0: I can't fight what's working, but that is such a weird Mike way to look at this. Like as a Packers better, you'd rather have the lions playing for the playoffs. Correct. Whereas I feel like put yourself in, in in a lion's player's shoes. Right before you play the biggest game of your season, you're watching on television or you hear through a rumor somebody saying, Yeah, you know, uh the Seahawks, uh the Seahawks just won. All right, let's go kick off. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're done. Your season's done. I can't yep. see you playing with the same energy to, to be spoiler. I mean, I Jared Goff's still gonna play great. I get it. Because when you get traded to the Lions, you in your head, you might be thinking, Wow. I might never play important football ever again. Well, this is an important game. It just might not be important for you. <laughs> uh, so th- it's just weird that that's not quite the playoff game that they um, that they've sort of listed it as. And but it we- is,
1: it is for the Packers. As Aaron is embarrassed by losing to a team that's already eliminated at home at night. Remember, it's celebrities' houses at night. <laughs> right, hey, big difference hey you're yeah it's true difference.
0: you're so, a money line you're a money line guy now i like the packers money line but this Lions four and a half especially if they're fighting for a playoff spot i'll be all over that
1: all right um okay, so, correct you know what jeff I'll, I'll come clean it's not making the four and a half yep it's cold people fumble people do random shit i will be backing it up on the packers money line stand by for that ticket by the way, I got reverse betting mules, okay? Remember old school in the 60s and stuff, you used to send the guy with the money, they call them runners, mules, right? They carry your drugs, they carry your money. Proxies as well, they call them proxies. spread right, yep. right little board. Well, I'll be sitting in Vegas, sitting in the MGM while somebody who's sitting their ass in Ontario is making my bets on behalf. I won't be walking up to the window. I will be using my MGM cat via a mule in Ontario, as I point on my map at Centennial Studios. So how the the world has turned. Sure, I'll make some petty cash bets, you know, 20, 40 bucks, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not dropping 1600 USD in 10s at the window. Like, that's not my MO. I never wanna be that guy, okay? So we're looking for the big cash, the bills, the bills money line. I was backing it up, I was previewing it. Me, baby cat, all weekend, super jack. I ended bowl season with bills. The bills parlay sign was full at the left side and it was rare because they were a pick them, which means they were the ones that were paying the best. So when they were taken off, every parlay paid shit in you know, half. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes way less than half. No, no, no I, I got you. you know, I got you. I mean? So As in like
0: I've had a the last leg of a parlay be like the golden state warriors, like, you know, like money line over somebody. And I'm like, and and then, I'm like, yeah, just cancel this game. Like, I don't need it. You know. <laughs> also, keep in mind, folks, when you're taking uh, cash outs, oftentimes you are—they are trying to screw you. So, yes. your 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 better bet is to hedge. If you're looking to sort of not wait for the finality of this last leg of your parlay. That cash out sometimes looks good. Oh, I just press this button. I got money. Oftentimes, if you have a little extra scratch, betting the other way at an opportune time of the game, live bet or just pre-bet, oftentimes that hedge will work better. Great example, Marco Picante, the, this million-dollar Marco guy. All right? He won $2.8 million. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about it when the Vikings came back and beat the Colts. And then when the Raiders came back on that crazy lateral play and beat the Patriots, he didn't hedge. He didn't take the cash out and he he almost lost $2.8 million that turned to zero because he's a stubborn idiot. And when you're a lot of old school gamblers have said this for a long time, you got to not have hard concrete principles, like as in having some sort of t-shirt that you sell that says I don't cash out. Well, For fuck's sakes, that's pretty stupid. If you had a $2.8 million parlay with one leg left and the cash out they were offering you was $2.6 million, you fucking take it, you stupid son of a bitch. All right? And I thought he would have learned his lesson, but he didn't. He had another $130,000 parlay. And again, this guy makes a lot more money than me, but his principles cost him, and it almost cost him three weeks in a row. Basically, he was going to win $1.2 million. Um, if Ohio state beat Georgia, he was offered multiple cash outs when Ohio state was up 13 points. He didn't take them. He didn't hedge. Apparently. Let me uh, tell you
1: about a weird last new year's. All right. Ohio state and the ball dropped at the exact same time. I didn't, I, I held it, serve. It was the exact same moment. I went to bed seven minutes later. Two tiers, one for New Year's, one for the Buckeyes. <laughs> See you next year, baby cat. Here we come early in the morning. But happy New Year to all y'all, CFB. So I'm going to be there for the title game, worst matchup possible 14 points. Dogs, good news streets are going to be littered with Georgia sweeties and more and uh Christian gals. I guess <laughs> some, some good people, Texas better, better Christian, pe- Texas better Christian. that that's a better. good Christian. Better people.
0: Um, so you you were in a similar situation, you did not hedge nor take a cash out on the Ohio State thing.
1: I I do not cash out, Jeff. I, I know. make a bet, I make a decision, <laughs> and I live with the consequences. Forty-eight percent of the time they work in my favor. Okay. Sixty-two percent of the time. You see, I added ten percent there. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, it's not against
0: it's you're fair. the official two scoops of our <laughs> American gladiators here. Yo, well, I either say, way. You know,
1: I said they were going to flex one game, Jeff. Just a quick nugget before we move on. Yeah, the They flexed two games. I said they were going to flex one game into Saturday night. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's flex two. NFL's getting greedy. That KC Raiders game, I'll have landed. I could go from McCarran Airport to the Death Star, Jeff. Are you aware of this, Huckster? Yes. If it mattered more... And it still might because we don't know what's happening with this Bills game. If they declare it a tie or a loss or a no contest and they don't intend on making it up, now Kansas City plays for the one seed, putting some urgency into the matter. But McCarran to the Death Star. You check the bags big dog anyway whatever it's possible yeah. it's crazy
0: i'm all over your possibilities because i really wanted to come if it wasn't for this freaking, oh, yeah. win- if it wasn't for this winter storm that tripled the prices of flying home and flying back here for christmas might have been more doable but it was a nightmare uh and all the all the flights went up anyway long story short okay two things one if the georgia and ohio state situation happens again if if it could happen again would you hedge because as little 30 bucks on on georgia there would have gone a long way they were plus 550 at
1: one point uh no that okay. uh tilts juju now okay. i got it now i got this back seat so, like this, we ate oh georgia first down cool like no no we
0: no. we gamble differently i'll I, i'll Guarantee myself the money and take a little bit off my winnings. But hey, you know what? We both do it differently. There's not a right or a wrong way.
1: If there was never a non-hedge situation, it was me prancing around Centennial <laughs> alone in my <laughs> Mutandis on New Year's with some baked salmon overcooked in the air fryer, okay? We're talking real talk, no hedge, strike midnight, lose 12. Anyway, I woke up, not in a bad mood, and clearly led to a very productive Sunday. Yeah the most successful Sunday of the week, by the way, I, I kind of buried the lead. I accused Hugh of doing it. So we're red hot heading into next week. We teased a couple games, hey. Titan Huckster Saturday night. I don't know what I'm going to be doing in Vegas. Maybe some Fremont. Okay. I, well,
0: I got one more question for you. You Before we get on to our picks, mm-hmm. uh, you, you referred to, uh, when you're out in Vegas, you will not be necessarily going up to the sportsbook window and making your bets that way because you're probably getting better odds and not having to lay down U.S. No. cash using right. a, a a mule uh, back here in Canada. And I'm just I'm just right off the top of my head. I'm just thinking to myself, this mule of yours is probably just one of our buddies who's listening to this show, and and you asked him sometime in the previous week to All make right, some I- bets I- for him on on your MGM account, and he now is thinking to himself, he can't call me a fucking mule. <laughs> I'm a person. I'm a, this isn't yeah. just what I do. It's not like I'm just some bet maker running around Mississauga.
1: <laughs> you don't think I've sent this person multiple mule emojis, cash, Vegas, all these emojis, big emoji guy. Uh, it's a mule. It's a, it's a transporter of, uh, uh, I won't call it illegal because it's legal trans- anyway yeah. the government fucked it all up here bottom line okay
0: you, you could just call him Harris his name's Matt <laughs>
1: there you go He's a mule I don't
0: know why. <laughs> mule Harris anyway shout out Harris uh, that's that
1: funny
0: I just I, I was thinking I'm like who is it that's uh, probably it's probably Matt um uh, also one last thing I did hear you refer to uh any backup quarterback and this has gone on this isn't just you this is across Sports media, whenever there's a fourth string quarterback, everyone goes back to Kurt Warner and just assumes he's bagging groceries somewhere. (laughs) Like, Could be a stockbroker, might have like a Stanford education, you know, and like just on his way to like law school. But if you're a third string quarterback in the NFL nowadays, you're Kurt Warner bagging groceries somewhere in Kansas like Superman. All right. Uh, my you picks went 5-0 and 0 last week. Also, I give you a bonus pick of college. I don't normally do this, but I was all oh, over Boston, Alabama, Alabama. And uh, besides the first quarter, it was never close. Bama by 6.5, went up to 7. And uh, cheers. There you go. Don't often feel too strongly about uh, college picks, but I did with that one. So hope you followed. Not going to count it. That's just a bonus pick. 5-0 and 0 last week uh i'm extremely unorganized so i can't really track down my notes i couldn't find it in last week's podcast but i'll find it somewhere i believe i'm about one or two games under 500 still for the year with five pushes and i'll post that on instagram when i actually track down this fucking record but uh, we had five and zero last week we were one and five the week before three two and one the week before and we were roughly about 500 the week before that so do the math we're sitting around 500 probably one game below And I got some beauty picks and what is a very tough week for handicapping. As Mike alluded to, there is a bunch of backup quarterbacks, third stringers, four stringers, throw in some teams that are not trying, throw in some teams that might be trying week 18, formerly week 17 is always one of the toughest weeks to call. Uh, This week is no different. However, I do have three that I love, three that I like, or sorry, two that I like, and one I'm very confused about, but I have to take them. All right. I got honors. I'll take a Five first, really undefeated week. Let me tee off.
1: All right. No, I was a, I was a buddy. Yeah. I was the one. I had honors last week and passed it to you. Springboarding the perfection. So I will go ahead and claim seven to nine percent of that five and all. What do you think right. about that? I'm just seven pumped that, that
0: somebody took your bet that I would go four and two. Weird Mike supporting Jeff Hugh. How about that? Making <laughs> some money off my record. I like it. Uh all right. Okay. Do the Obi Trice. Week eighteen. You picks. Yo! All right, my gold pick. Uh gold pick after going five and zero last week. I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers minus three at the Denver Broncos. Look, the Denver Broncos fired their coach. And every team always plays really well after when they get their new coach, especially when it's just generally agreed that that coach kind of sucked. They had that game. They almost beat the Chiefs. They lost that game. Now it's operation. Stay healthy. If you're a Denver Bronco, who fucking cares? All right. The Chargers, even though they've locked up a playoff spot, this could be the difference between playing either the Titans or Jaguars, which look tasty compared to playing the Bengals or the Bills Uh, or the Chiefs, depending on who finishes at number three. So you get a max effort, I believe, a max effort game out of a much more capable team, only needing to win by a field goal. Justin Herbert's playing. Most of the team's going to play. And uh, they want to lock up that five spot because if they lock up that five spot, they're either going to Tennessee or Jacksonville. And keep in mind, the Chargers have been playing their best football late in the year. They've become a bit of a dark horse Super Bowl favorite. Uh, You know, I wouldn't take them straight up to beat the Chiefs or Bills in the AFC, but they got a capable quarterback. They got a good running back who can catch, and they got Bosa back on the end, so the other quarterback's not going to get as much time. Uh, Bad day to be Russell Wilson. I'll take the Chargers uh, minus three. All right, my silver pick. Forza Titani! One more time! Look, it's just too many points. The Jacksonville Jaguars, minus six over Mike Rabel's Titans. Uh, this is all based on quarterback, and it's just too many points. I don't think the difference between Dobbs and Tannehill is that much, where you're getting like... I, I would say if Tannehill was playing, this spread would probably be Jags two and a half, maybe Jags th- three, Too many points. Uh, Vrabel basically rested half his team against Dallas last week on Thursday. The whole team gets the mini-bye. And uh, here we go. 13 days later, here's your playoff game. Jaguars, this Jaguars team, has not played a playoff game since 2017, and no one was on that team. That was Blake Bortles' Jaguars. The Titans have been playing serious December-January football for the last five years. I feel like this is just a difference of experience. Throw in the extra rest for some of their big boys, those big Titans on the defensive D line. The Jaguars aren't going to be able to rely on any particular running game. And there we go. It's a problem when you become one-sided against Vrabel's defense. I think Vrabel will have this team ready. Titans. Could possibly win this game, but definitely six points is too many. i call it Jags win by two on a last-second field goal to launch them into the playoffs. Too many points. All right, my bronze pick, I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys at minus five and a half, still fighting for possibly the division, still fighting for possibly the number one seed versus a Washington team that just had their dream killed. In fact, the coach, I could see the coach getting fired. I could see Ron Rivera's tenure being done. This was a horrible way to end the season. You promote Taylor Heineke. He goes on, he wins four out of five games. Doesn't look too good in in the last couple. And you replace him with a cold Carson Wentz coming off injury who plays like a cold Carson Wentz coming off injury at home against that Cleveland Browns playing for nothing and you lose and then in the postgame interview you didn't even know you could be eliminated today what the fuck you talking about you're the head coach of this team so I feel like the players see, see that and it's like okay, why did we switch quarterbacks if this was an elimination game why the fuck didn't we know that all the while you got Dallas just trying to get back into postseason form rolling I don't see this Washington defense slowing down um and any of the running backs or the Dallas offense, Dallas is going to put up 26, 27 points. And if it's Carson Wentz, call it 20 for the Washington for the Washington Commanders. If it's anybody else, less. Uh so who knows who plays quarterback? I'll take Dallas by five and a half on their way to the playoffs. They win by a touchdown, throw in two interceptions for their D and a defensive score. All right. And I don't often pick Dallas. So this I feel like they're being undervalued here against a, a Washington team playing for nothing. There's no spoiler. There's no nothing. All right. Operations, stay healthy. That will be a theme of this uh, of these picks. All right. Number four. I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts at minus three uh, to sort of end the season with a nice little W against the Houston Texans. All right. <laughs> you take these two teams and they have... One team's been on a roller coaster ride the entire season. The Colts, quarterbacks, coaches, biggest comeback of all time, all of that. All right. Houston Texans have just been god awful all year since they tied the Colts. That was probably when they've looked the best. <laughs> and they've just been steady at it. You know, no coaching changes, a couple quarterback changes. Let's just be awful. Well, now it's time to put the cherry on the awful cake. All right. Get that number one pick. Get the fuck out of here. Let's get Jeff Saturday a nice win. I believe it'll be Sam Ellinger starting a quarterback, the rookie. Run the ball. Keep it simple. Colts win by three. And that's the last I'll talk about that fucking game. But I think Jeff Saturday is going to win this one. All right. Number five, I'm taking the Vikings. Minus five and a half over the Bears. Again, similar theme for the Chicago Bears. You're on that defense right now, operation, stay healthy. Who the fuck cares? All right, you're gonna have the number two, number three pick in the draft. Justin Fields, we got a bad leg, we got a bad shoulder. I could see him not playing the entire game, because why? Who cares? And the Vikings, it's time to score some points. It's time to get ready for the postseason. Doesn't look like you're getting that bye, so you better get ready right now. And I think uh I just think the Vikings heading towards the postseason, give the ball to Dalvin Cook. Uh, don't let Justin Fields run. They, you know, they're, they're, they don't have anyone to throw to. Uh, I'll take the Vikings to win by a touchdown here. All right, and my last pick. This is the confusing one because of the playoff scenarios, but I'm going to go with the Lions at plus four and a half. If the Seahawks lose this, their game to the Rams, another game I almost picked. Uh, just too many points, but. Uh, for a division game like that but uh, if the seahawks lose to the rams i love lions plus four and a half we probably move up my chart from six to four but the seahawks win and we just got lions playing spoiler mike seems to like that more uh i don't i i think spoiler is a hard thing to do when there was a chance an hour earlier where you're not spoiler and you're actually playing for the playoffs especially if it's your first playoff game for your franchise in seven years so uh i'm taking the lions because i think it's a good number regardless if they are fighting for their playoff chances because the seahawks lose i love it but um uh, packers money line lions Lions spread that would be uh that would be my play all right so we'll take the lions plus four and a half just a little summary for you my gold pick is the chargers minus three at the denver broncos My silver pick is the Tennessee Titans. Forza Tatone, plus six at the Jacksonville Jaguars for the the AFC South title. My bronze pick is the Dallas Cowboys, minus five and a half at the Washington Commanders, who are out of the playoffs fighting for nothing, wondering what their coach is fucking doing. And I got the number four. I got the Indianapolis Colts, minus three. Let's end this Jeff Saturday era with a nice win versus the worst team in the league. And number five, got the Vikings minus five and a half. Let's get back on track versus a team that should not really be even trying. And I got the Detroit Lions in their biggest game that they've had as a franchise in the last seven years since 2016, the last time they were in the playoffs. Uh, Good luck, Detroit, but I feel like the Seahawks are going to smoke the Rams, and you'll just be playing spoiler, fighting for that four and a half. Giddy up. How
1: about that, you? How about that? I said you were gonna nail it last week, and I uh, I think you're gonna you're gonna be like the Tomlin of picks. You're just never gonna fight for that losing record. you know. not just... going, not going sub five hundred. <laughs> Love the Clipper or Clippers, Chargers, LAC. I write it down. You know. Yep. Uh, Denver, you know, had their moment. You, you that was a perfect analysis of win one for the Gipper slash we didn't win one. Now who gives a fuck? Who, who about gives a fuck? Gipper, right. It's not your week anymore.
0: I don't even know the (laughs) guy's name.
1: (laughs) So you got that. Yeah, sure. Gun to my head. I'm taking the points in that Saturday night. Uh, Vegas uh, Titans and Jags. Yeah. Plus six weird Mike. Um, Remember, they had a full two weeks off. That's what I mean. A full
0: two weeks. They got some monsters on that Titans line. Justin Simmons sat
1: out like big, big (laughs) Titan guys. Uh, Dallas, yeah, Washington, total dead duck. I don't think it's so much about health. It's just just emotions. Yeah. Like, he's gone. Ron's gone. Ron is gone. Ron's gone. Maybe he wanted out. Maybe I don't know, just, don't
0: know. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. He just seems like he's just a mean guy. Like, hey, what's wrong with your team? Everyone else is doing good in your division. Quarterback. Like, what?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> he's got some other problems, man. So instead of win one for the Gipper, they're going to win one for the kid. Sam Ellinger, I've been saying his name way more than any show should have. Mid-season, that this kid was going to win a couple games. heartbreaking a couple. He gets his this week. Yes, my favorite pick is Sam Ellinger. And if I could sum up that Minnesota-Chicago game in one word, it's going to be a hashtag, sit fields. Why Hmm. on earth? would this guy put peterman get peterman side another fourth stringer i'm telling you they're running wild simeon or uh yeah simeon's out uh you got steady backups nowhere to be found and of course i hate your lion's pick that's why i don't think you're going to run the table but i wish you the best in your climb what do you need what do you got to go you got to run it you got to run the table to again go i'm
0: just unorganized i'm Pretty sure I'm a game. Ba- I'm a game below 500, possibly two games below 500 with five pushes. Um i I'll double check that before I post it on Instagram and TikTok. Follow us, by the way, on Instagram, and TikTok at Hughes Talking, and then follow Weird Mike Weird Mic uh, for some rage smashing and uh, just great money line picks, Mike, all year. Kudos, buddy! And follow Huck Media, our producer, and all of his team at Huck Media or HuckMedia.ca.
1: All right, let's do it, baby. Weird pick, 2-0, 2016 and 2 on the year. That's if we go 2-0 this week. We'll finish six games above 500. These are spread picks that I now reluctantly take. Money line is the angle, but I smell two here. I smell a lay down coming up in a minute. But I made mention of it earlier. Weird pick, the cemetery crew, the Saints, just buried the ground hasn't set i've seen it i've done it they're doing it minus three and a half at the superdome against the carolina now officially dead and heartbroken panthers new city new coach new season starts right now you think dj moore wants to get hurt with a big bag on the way against a physical Saints defense, which all of a sudden is playing like the best unit in football on any side of any ball, okay? Uh, Gardner Minshew didn't stand a chance. That was easy money. This ain't about Dalton. Saints are angry. They finished the year with four straight wins, and what cost them the home playoff game was the miracle Monday night. They haven't lost a half since then, Hugh. They have been unstoppable since that moment, and... That's what's that's what Tom because Tom's laying it down in Atlanta this week. Yeah, so that was the moment. Like that was without doubt the defining moment of Tom's season. Ingram
0: getting not getting that first down. Crazy how
1: well, important that was. So they're motivated for whatever reason. They got a new coach coming. People want to play for their jobs. The owner can do anything at any time. So I think that's plus the Carolina beat them already. Got one of their L's. Uh, easy, easy money. It's going to be money line everywhere. It's my spread smash. Looking to climb to six games over 500. Oh, and the Saints go marching home on Bourbon Street. They're going to be a Panther fan in sight. I'm going to tell you that for free. Okay? Those are old school season ticket holder diehards, pulp whistleblowers in the house. At the Superdome. Couldn't be more excited for a game that means nothing. Super excited. And the laydown of the season comes from the New York Giants. They lay down dead. Plus 14 is not enough. Eagles fly Whoa. to wow. a multiple touchdown victory. Jalen Hurts comes back. This losing streak ends. I said a month ago that this guy was playing possum when Philly set up versus Dallas and Hurts was a little banged up. There was no need to play his ace. And he didn't. And he hasn't until he needed to, which is now, because nobody needs to buy more than Philly. Also, you can't lose four, teams, four games in a row and then a bye week and think you're going to beat some wild card team who just skinned by. It doesn't work like that. And everybody really kind of knows it. So this, we thought idiot coach, really played some old school Sicilian possum here. And this is going to pay off. This is a beat. This is a Phillies rest by half if they play their cards right. We're talking 31-3 at half. All out blitz. And then maybe if we can't afford to, Jalen doesn't play the fourth, Buddy doesn't play there. We got a sprinkle on the Eagles, the biggest spread of the week in a G-man laydown. Remember, the G-Men are filled with former Buffalo Bills including some of the staff that helped bring Hamlin into Buffalo, including a, a secondary member of the Giants. Like the Giants locker room is filled with former Bills, okay? And some of them were remarkably close with Hamlin on the defensive side of the ball, so Word is is that they're 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 laying down, they're locked into the sixth seed. Saquon's got a quad, they got a monumental game at San Fran or at Minnesota where they just were. I think that's what they would want rather than going to San Fran. So chalk me up, baby. Hey, how about that chalk? Hey, little Vegas term for you, folks. I'm gonna send the mule. To back it up on the eagles double green in a game that's over at half hashtag cemetery crew for the saints god bless you hugh been a hell of a season super excited for the playoffs
0: i loved i first care. Okay, i like the same i like the saints pick a lot they got healthy At the right time of the year, like with a couple more wins, they they'd be a fearsome team to go in the playoffs. Even though I'm not a big Andy Dalton guy, you're right. Their defense playing amazing. They got Kamara back. They're just healthy at the right time. Just a couple too many losses. I do love the I love the cemetery uh, metaphor at the start of that handicap. They're they're digging it. They're doing it. (laughs)
1: They're digging, digging.
0: Also, throwing the fact that the Carolina Panthers had uh, a chance to make the playoffs, win the division. They're up fucking up over 10 points on tom brady's buccaneers last week controlling the entire first half of the game and then just to be tom brady'd like you know when it happens to you it's like it's tough and so they watched their playoff dreams go away with a couple of mike evans long bomb touchdowns over some rookie corners starting for jc horn could have really used them that that game because Mike Evans isn't even that fast anymore. Like, if you're just getting beat like that on go routes by Mike, <laughs> it's supposed to be more of a jump ball with Mike Evans. Anyway, I feel like hey, they call it the dream killer game. That was a fucking tough dream killer game. Uh, and then so you, you're you in that Tampa locker room. Your season just ended. Playoffs are done. There's going to be a new coach. There's going to be a new everything. You know, and it's a tough time to be a Carolina Panther. Whereas if you beat the Bucks, shit. Might have been a good week to be a Carolina Panther. Bad time to be going down to the bayou. I agree. I wish there was no hook, but uh, it's not that bad. Three and a half, I'll take it. Oh, okay. Now the other game, very curious. I don't, I. you know me, I don't ever take minus 14 teams in the NFL. I didn't even do that when it was Brady and Moss's Patriots. So that's just, everyone's got principles. I don't take NFL teams minus 14. That's just me. That's not saying that's right or wrong. Now, in this particular game, I do like it because as a guy who, one of the only guys, I'll give myself some credit, one of the only guys saying the Giants are probably going to make the playoffs this year in the NFC, or at least be fighting for it. I also am very aware that they are an overachieving team. All right? Their quarterback is an overachieving quarterback. Uh, They got one stud running back. They don't have great receivers. They don't have a great O-line. They don't have a great anything. Besides, I love their new coach. And I like the Saquon was healthy. Well, if Saquon's not playing, and you got a bunch of starters just resting, that overachieving team looks like the Houston Texans pretty fucking fast. So I like the Eagles to way worse. Yeah, this is what I mean. Way worse. So I like the Eagles to get out to a big lead, even with Gardner Minshew, who I'm still a Minshew guy. Um, However, I I, sorry, it's Jalen. It's Jalen. It's Jalen. I am what I am worried about is as you said. Is that if they do get up to a big lead, do they start to rest guys, and then do we get some sort of backdoor? Either way, I sure. wouldn't. I would, so I would no not reason. take the Giants this week. I would just no. stay away. Firstly, I'd stay away from this game. But with a gun to my head, I'd I'd take the Eagles at fourteen because the Giants are overachieving and they're pulling everybody, and now they're they may as well be an arena league football team.
1: Okay. By the way, I I mentioned the term alt line. Uh, there's actually no value in alt lines when the spreads are this big, folks. No, so don't take a team to win by 24. Uh, that's no. <laughs> far less. The, the The alt line usually applies to a team that's a seven point fave and you think they're just much better, and then we're gonna win by 17. That's the alt line. See,
0: I in. like to I like to do alt lines when it's like a pickum when it, when pick there's them? like a when it, when there's a pickum, and I'm like, no, this ain't a pickum. Like this this as in, and then I can get view? the get the alt line for seven. You know, like as in, right, got gotcha. you. That's that's my type of alt line. But hey you know, we all have to each their own. So your picks are the saints minus three and a half on the smash Eagles at an even minus 14, uh, on the, on the sprinkle. Hope you got that. Mr. Harris. All right. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to our partners and sponsors. Uh, yeah, go to bet openly on TikTok and Insta- on Instagram, bet.openly. It's 1% juice, especially as you're betting just individual games, money lines, spreads. Uh, you're going to save money. All right, win more, lose less. It's like a betting exchange. When we partnered up with them first four years ago, you would load, load the site on a Sunday and there might be about 25 bets to choose from on either side of the coin, a bunch of games. Here we are four years later and there's like a thousand bets on the site and it's turned into a real Craigslist availability and you can get. For instance, I'll be able to find the Lions at minus at at uh, at plus five. There'll be some greedy people taking the Packers for extra money, stuff like that. So you don't even have to buy extra points. There's people who just post extra points because they want the bet. So check it out, betopenerly.com. Also, shout out to Betstamp. It's an app you can download. It tracks your bets, gives you good market analysis, and just gives you. All availability on these sports books of so 14 different sports books available in Ontario. And if you want, let's say the Dallas Cowboys and minus five and a half, it'll tell you the best value and the best line to get them out of all the sports books. Pretty cool. A bunch of our look who's talkers have already signed up and done the onboarding session with me. If you're looking to make, if you want some free money to bet for the NFL playoffs, DM me at Hughes talking, and I can set you up with a bet stamp session. Giddy up. Um, and share it to storyteller logger. Uh, if you got a great gambling story, DM, DM us. Uh, look who's ta- at Hughes Talking on Instagram or TikTok, and you could win a Storyteller Prize package heading into the playoffs if you've got a great gambling story or a horrible bad beat or a great good beat. There's not
1: enough great good beat stories, you know? I'd uh, like to announce the Weird Mike Shark Tank gambling this week only. You're still listening. You can win some cash. You send me. A three-game parlay this week all of you one of all of you send me one three-game parlay dm at weird mike i will choose one of them and make a 100 hundred dollar usd cash parlay and we'll go what do we think we should go here chop chop 50 50 60 40 hugh what do we think
0: uh
1: yeah i don't know. let's go 60 40 for our listener bro 60 40 for the listener okay yeah. there you go folks a little extra gravy. It's a hundred USD three game NFL week, 18 parlay Sunday only who knows what's going on Saturday. I doubt I'm going, but you're excluded Hewlett. I don't want I your crazy insanity of a parlay Raiders <laughs> alt line by nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Flip the table, 18 points. All right. Re- I can always say reasonable. Send me your tick, folks. I don't care. I I don't know what mood I'm going to be in. When I wake up on Sunday, I'm going to choose one. And maybe we win a shit ton of money. And we launch the playoffs. Season six, look who's talking. Hey, I'm crazy good at it. My my worst part is always the middle of the season, folks. You always got to ride through it. We're peaking as planned. Hewlett perfect as planned. Playoff time. Isolated matchups. Win some real money. Very excited. Uh,
0: The last time the weird Mike did a contest like this was last season, I believe. And it was our look who's talker, Mike Morrison, who sent him the parlay that included the Patriots, I believe. And Mike didn't want to play it, but he said he'd play it. And he did. And uh, I don't remember if it won or not, but either way, Mike will do this. So he's fired up for Vegas. Take advantage. Send him a parlay. Make it it juicy. Let me tell you, it's not going to be 20 to win 40. That's going to be the one he picks. All right. Guys in Vegas, uh, yeah, go big, make it interesting, as I said.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's not going to be the one that Jeff calls a down payment either. I'll tell you that for free, folks. Hey, okay? that's a nice super. sweet spot, Huckster. I want you to send me one too, brother. Okay, you got a little bias. I'll tell you that right now. Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> you send me one though. All right,
0: that uh, that super ticket that I posted. He was talking on Instagram. Okay. That was like, I sent that to Maclean. I'm like, this is like a fucking glitch. 25 pays 42 grand. I missed that by like a $25 that pays 42 grand. You're supposed to miss it by a lot. I did not miss it by a lot. I needed Chubba Hubbard to get 15 more rushing yards. I needed Rashad white to get about 15 more rushing yards. And then the Steelers game, I almost had any pickens to get one more passing yard or receiving yard. And uh, one or two, anyway, it was fucking close to an actual house down payment, and I will continue to post tickets that cost $25 and will buy you a fucking house because if we're missing it by less than 50 yards, we're onto something here. I also played like six of those, so I just don't post all of them, but anyway.
1: Huckster, uh, save your air miles because we're going to go visit Hugh at his house in North Dakota. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that's where, this, that's where this down payment's getting made. Like, I'm in. Right. I'll, right. I'll check it out. I've heard good things, but
0: we already talked about it. First of all, North Dakota is gorgeous. Okay. Love it. Okay. It's in. definitely the best Dakota. <laughs> um. Also, shout-out to where we've we we talk, we've talked about this. If one of us wins the house, the Look Who's Talking house, it will be in Bowmanville. Very all, good price-wise right now. Also, shout-out to Joe Meaford, currently 13th in our Look Who's Talking pick six and the winner Ooh, of our Anytime true. Touchdown Survivor Contest earlier in the year, uh, who sent in a question about, because I've been on the Giants, and he's like, hey, is there any value, Giants plus 4,000 to win the NFC? And here is my pick. You might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. The week, folks, is that absolutely there is value on the fucking Giants at plus 4,000 to win the NFC. And let me tell you why. I am about to list the quarterbacks who are competing in the tournament for the NFC. Stop me when you're scared. Brock Purdy. Stop. You're not scared of Brock Purdy. The Niners are definitely the best team in the don't NFC. Mean, I'll give you that. Don't but you mean
1: Tom Brady? Yes, but, but, but that's fine because the Giants won't end up playing them. No, Brock Purdy is Tom Brady. And you have Tom Brady. Go yeah, ahead. Finish yeah, your Okay, list. Finish
0: your list. okay, okay. so Huck, we, you got, jump into... we got Brock Purdy. Not okay. scared. Scared of the Niners. Not scared of Brock Purdy at plus 4,000. All right. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Okay. Not scared. The Giants almost beat them. Um, Jalen Hurts coming off a sh- throwing shoulder separation injury. Eagles good team. Not scared, Jalen Hurts. We're not talking about Peyton Manning and and fucking Drew Brees here, you know. Uh, okay, uh, who else? Who else do we got? Uh, okay, obviously Tom Brady in the Bucks, but the Giants won't end up playing stop. until the stop. NFC Championship game. So that stop. Here's why there's not. Aaron Rodgers, stop. Okay, hey, that's great. Stop. Dak Prescott, stop. Dak Prescott, not scared. Stop. Do you watch? Das- stop. Stop. You're scared Um, of these guys? No, you're not. You just like saying stop.
1: (laughs) I I do, but it's also true. Yeah. Let me talk about Daniel Jones and a team that's about to lay down. That's never the recipe going in.
0: Okay. Here's why there's value because at plus 4,000, you don't hedge. So like what doesn't matter to you?
1: Okay. Okay, I like value though. Hey, yeah, big fan of value.
0: Value is great, but to get to access said value, you have to bet on both teams. That's how it works. That's why I made a lot of money with the Bengals last year and the Bucks the year before. By the way, those are my two teams this year that I bet on a month ago. Bucks heavy, and Bengals light. I actually wish I would have sprinkled a little more on the Bengals, but I'm all over the Bucks to win the NFC or the Super Bowl. Point is. Is that it's a short tournament? We talked about this. Yes, my rules generally: if you're hosting a playoff game, you can win the Super Bowl. Giants are not hosting a playoff game, but if they go play the Paper ta- Paper Tiger Minnesota Vikings, okay, you get a five-point spread. You probably have a minus two fifty money line, and if you have a hundred to win, a hundred to win four thousand on the Giants to win the NFC, you got a lot of money to play with. You can bet on that money line right off the bat on the Vikings, or if the Giants somehow get a three or seven-point lead. Suddenly you have much closer to an even money line. And with your hundred dollar bet to win 4,000, you can put down hundreds of dollars on the Vikings to win the game. Feeling pretty safe about it. If you lose it, your bet moves on. And now the giants are playing the Eagles again. And Jesus God. Okay. You got this plus 4,000 that keeps getting more one game away from the, the, as long as, as long as you're just willing to just throw down a couple hundred bucks the other way, each game, it's, it becomes, it can become free money if you do it right. So there is value uh, on the Giants at plus four thousand. They get, to get this bye week because, as you said, Mike, they're going to rest everybody against the Eagles. Yeah, no,
1: you, I get you. Facing That's possible, possible for a wild card shocker. That's facing a, Vi- a Vikings team that will,
0: that will not be resting anybody. So I think with the Bucks, the Giants, even the Chargers, uh, there's value there as long as you're willing to hedge the other way. If you're just saying that you know these teams are going to win the Super Bowl and you're just going to wait to see if your bet wins, that's not value. That's not hedging value. And that's not what I preach here. I look who's talking during playoff time because I'm not a guy who could throw down $1,000 on a money line. So I need to be able to turn a couple hundred bucks into a couple thousand. And that's what I've been able to do the last few playoffs. So if you like my system, uh, follow me. But you got to take underdogs to win the whole thing and then bet against them. Because just like the Ohio state, Georgia thing, like if you had threw down a lot of money on Georgia at plus 550, that would have, I know it messes with the juju, but you would have, you could win your Ohio state bet originally, or you could have win more money on Georgia. And that's what sometimes happens with these hedging scenarios, because let's say the giants get up on the Vikings, 10, nothing or up, you know, and suddenly Okay, I'm a smash on the Vikings. I actually think they're gonna win this game, and now I'm protected by my initial Giants bet. I could throw down 400 on the Vikings at plus 250 to win the game. Down 10, and they win the game at home. And Jesus Christ, your hedge bet turned into actually into your your prime bet, and that's what can happen sometimes. It can be confusing, and some people just like to keep it simple, and that's fine. I'm not saying one's better than the other, but for a guy who is not a whale, who likes to can make a lot, does well in the playoffs. This is how I do it.
1: Don't so. do it with am pro system, whatever puts dollars in your pocket. Pro, pro, pro. Yep. I'm not pro Giants playoff run, Jeffrey. Okay. Just, just you, 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 you've buried. We should have just had fun with the stop game. <laughs> you froze no. QB4. I named four more. We yeah. could have actually named two more. You could have threw Gino in there. Yeah. If you wanted to. Um at plus 4000
0: I'm not scared of Gino either. The only guy I'm scared of is Tom and we wouldn't play him till the NFC championship game. The, the point That's is, it. Uh, anyway, it just value. The way you posed it, I like it. All right, yeah. well, one last question. Uh we got a week till the Super Bowl, week till the playoffs start. Who is your Super Bowl and who wins it? If you're not ready to answer, don't. But I got one, and I think Hucks probably got one. Pass. Uh, I knew you were gonna fucking pass.
1: Okay, I got. I can. I got to go to Vegas. I got to see the bracket form. I gotta, if he, gotta okay, it. well,
0: just if, if, with a gun to your head, who would you say right now? I won't hold you to it, but with a gun to your head, who's in the Super Bowl and who wins it?
1: It's Got to be a big gun, man. Okay, I'm it's a big a fucking record. gun. Let's. It's, it's, I'm not, it's. I'm not. I'm not leading on. I'm not leading on. I want to feel it. I got to feel. I'm. I'm too. Yeah. Timing's not right, Jeff. I got
0: the Bills versus the Niners.
1: Wow. And the and the, and the Bills win so you are scared of brock purdy i mean tom brady i mean Brock purdy
0: i'm i think the niners just like when they as soon as they got christian McCaffrey, remember they were losing some games and i'm like yo i'm feeling what the niners are doing right now and they just lost to atlanta and you're like what the fuck are you talking about i'm like watch this McCaffrey thing's gonna work in this in this shanahan offense and it does it's made brock purdy look really good i'm not saying the kid sucks but he was drafted last for a reason he's just not quite ready to be a super bowl guy However, his fucking team and his coaches and with Jalen hurts injury and the Vikings being a paper tiger. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the Niners and bucks are going to meet up and the Niners team will just be a little bit too much. That's my call. And I just think the bills, I think Josh Allen's going to will this team to win. I think he's going to beat the chiefs. It's comfortable beating the chiefs now. And uh, yeah, I just think the bills are going to, win some very, very tough games to get to the Super Bowl. And then uh Josh that will be the difference. Call it twenty seven, twenty-three Bills win. Oh baby. And I'll I'll fucking hope I'm there. Let's go. <laughs> Huck Daddy, you got a Super Bowl? And let's wrap this up. I like the Bills too. Yeah, Bills and Bills Niners? No, I don't think the Niners. I don't know. I I don't know. See how you don't know? Maybe the Vikings, maybe the Eagles. Let's say there's a gun to your head, Andy. Who are you picking? Eagles. Bills, Eagles. And who wins? The Bills. Because nobody circles the wagons like the
1: Buffalo Bills. Uh, any last thoughts there, Weird Mike? Enjoy your final week. Pray for Demar. Wish me luck. Thank you. Happy <laughs> New Year. Yeah, it's five thoughts. Yeah, we're good. All right. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Have fun in Vegas, bro. Make sure you get
0: those sandwiches at the bottom of planet Hollywood from uh, the, the place we went on your bachelor party. What was that King's? It was a, Duke's. I Dukes. 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 thought it was the King's sandwiches. Anyway, bottom you're of right pla- right. If you're ever in Vegas, the most delicious sandwiches in the world, these hot subs right near the casino floor, bottom of planet Hollywood. I think it's called the Admiral of the Kings or something. Anyway, it's fucking delicious.
1: Oh, good Dukes. luck to our... I looked at it two days ago, Jeff. Okay. It's called Dukes.
0: Okay. Shout out to Dukes sandwiches. Uh <laughs> good luck, buddy. Come back alive. And uh yeah. Uh obviously thoughts and prayers to the Hamlin family and everyone involved uh with the Bills organization. Keep uh we posted the link on the Hughes Talking Instagram to if you want to join in the toy drive, that's where you can find it. Follow along this week. It should be fun. Let's try to make you some money in a very tough week 18 as we get ready for the playoffs. Anything shut the hook up? Go Titans. Fucking right. Let's go Dobbs. All right. See you later. Have fun.